hello you guys this is episode number 62 of so good with ash and jazz this is ash and this is jazz and we're back again for reals so actually i wanted to clarify something really quick from our conversation from the last episode uh this was yeah because this was funny because um this was actually a conversation that I had with my sister for like the past couple of months because we were kind of like on uh, in terms of the whole new moon and what that means and about making intentions during the new moon. Yeah, I didn't think it was, I think it's in the best interest, especially from someone that actually like really studies the whole like um, lunar cycle and how it relates to, you know, everyday life. Yeah. I felt like it would be a big disservice if I didn't clarify this particular part of the conversation. So the new moon is always associated with intentions and making them and stuff like that. But what we don't realize is that even though the new moon has officially turned into the moon of Capricorn at 828 Eastern time, it's still dark. Yeah. So... In essence, you know, where, you know, where we all these different memes on social media about new moons and setting intentions that really the reality is, is that the best way to hone it into that energy and be able to manifest or create intentions that are uh, withstanding and it's going to take you far is by setting the intentions at the slither of light from the moon so technically right now we're still in the dark it hasn't been in other words the moon is in its shadow right now because it's not illuminated right so technically this is a dark moon it's not an actual new moon because it still hasn't been illuminated yet by the sunlight so right now this is not even though like uh astrologically it's it's in the new moon phase. Right now, I wouldn't suggest creating any type of intentions until we had that slither of light from the sun. Then that's when you could go ahead and proceed with making your intentions. Now, I mean, granted, there there's popular information out there on social media saying that, oh, it's okay, that it's fine, it's not a big deal because it's a new moon cycle. I wouldn't suggest it, only because it's by experience like in what i've actually experienced on the spiritual level of making the new moon energy work for me and the best way to essentially hone in on that is to ensure that that moon has some slither of light before you proceed because the idea is to um is for fresh starts so you right. wouldn't associate fresh starts with something that's in the dark right so right. you want to make sure that you do get some type of illumination. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that start doing your intentions during the waxing phase of it because then that's pointless. Like, it's waiting too long until that, that point. Right. But I would just wait until tomorrow is what I'm essentially trying to say because, yeah, we're still in the dark. You're waiting until, you're saying wait until morning? Yeah, wait until morning or, or even later to uh, tomorrow night because... um. 
it hasn't been illuminated yet. It's still dark. It's actually, even if you, like, I have this app that I downloaded on my phone, and it's called the Luna Solaria. And on there, it it finds your coordinates, and you just tap on there, and it shows you where the moon position is at. And right now, it's at 0%, so it's not illuminated at all. So this will be a good time for banishing, you know, negative energy that you might be holding within your spirit. So if you have negative thoughts or you just had an argument or, you know, you've just been feeling very down, this will be an excellent time to release all that depressing energy um, because this is all about letting go. And it's also about the dark moon is associated with introspection. So this is a great time to just go within by yourself just meditating and you know gaining clarity from your spirit you know as far as healing goes and releasing any type of toxic energy going uh, forward but as far as setting intentions no i wouldn't so wait yeah just wait just hold off and do it tomorrow you'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) trust me i'm yeah, I've done this before, and it's, I've noticed that, and uh, it was brought to my attention this morning when I thought about it, because I remember having this whole conversation with my sister, and we were just talking about, like, why would you do that? Like, why would you set something fresh? In the dark. In the dark, yeah. So, right. so yeah, so just a little 411 for everybody out there. Like I said, I just feel like it was going to be a big disservice if I didn't mention that, so... Well, there you go. And maybe if like if no one's listened, to, if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, then just take this episode first and take that side note. Yeah. Clarif- take that clarification. Absolutely. Yeah. So today, um, oh, I didn't even tell you what happened to me recently, Ash. So this is going to sound crazy, but I'm convinced. Like, I don't know how I did it, to be honest. I really don't. It, it was the most phenomenal thing ever I don't have an explanation for how it happened but I was at work right so yeah it's my lunch break right so I went you know I went out to you know grab something quick to eat and it was cloudy but it didn't look like it was gonna rain like it just looked like it looked like there was gonna be a front but it wasn't gonna come until later that day in fact I remember like hearing the weather forecast and they said that they expected to rain, but it wasn't going to be later until like nighttime. So I wasn't really like thinking about it or anything like that. Because, you know, down here in Florida, we get typical overcast. It's not a big deal or anything like that. So later that afternoon, right, you know, it's, it's still cloudy, but the sun was still out. And, you know, there was like little specks of blue, blue skies and stuff like that. And... I was just like, just thinking in my mind, right? And I was thinking through my mind's eye because I was just walking around. I wasn't mindlessly walking around. I was, I went to the mailbox to drop off um, some of the company's mail and stuff like that. And um, just taking a typical afternoon walk. And I like lifted my, like my palm in the air, right? Cause I was just like, I want to see something. I want to see if I can command it to rain. Like, if yeah. I just thought about it, because I remember listening to this talk from this, um, he was like a psychologist and he was convinced in the power of, of thought that you, 
you know, you are capable as a human being. If you just clear your thoughts, you're capable of manifesting and bringing forth something to happen. You can, you can manifest if you wanted to, if you wanted it to rain or not. So I said, you know, let me give this a shot. Let me just give this a shot in the dark and see what happens. Right. Yeah. Now, mind you, the sky is still blue. Like, there's no, like, it's not like there's, like, a huge gray overcast or anything like that. So I was just like, you know what, for shits and giggles, let me see if this happens, right? So I clear my head. And I went and I directed my palms in the sky. And I was just like, I command it to rain. And I kid you not, I felt a droplet of water, like, fall down and it hit my head. And I was just like... No way. I was just like, nah, this is <laughs> I was like, well, wait a minute, hold on. I commanded it to rain. And then and then I felt another droplet and I was like, I was like, okay, universe, go ahead and rain. And all yeah. of a sudden I went underneath the path because it was like I went and I crossed into the building and like the building there uh has like a canopy so you can like, you know, go under there and you know for cover. Yeah. So I did. And all of a sudden it started to drizzle. And I was like, no way. And and I was like, shit, I forgot my phone. <laughs> Cause I was just like, You should have taken a yeah, photo or a video. I, I wanted to take a straight up video because I was like, I couldn't believe it. And then all of a sudden it started to pour. And I was just like, oh man, this is exactly what they mean when they say be careful what you wish for. Cause <laughs> Right so then like I literally went back to my office and I text my sister and I was like dude you won't believe what just happened like it was just crazy so <laughs> when I text her she's like she's like oh wow that's cool so what you want for dinner <laughs> like it's no big deal well my sister feels like she feels like okay like she truly believes much like myself but I'm like I was still in like this kid wonder like I was in the days of it and my sister feels like, yeah, is very much capable. Like, you just have to put the power and energy of your thoughts. And it's all about belief into what you can make happen. Right. And um, so, yeah. So that, needless to say, that day I was just like, I was stoked. I was like this little child that was just like, yeah, I did it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you made it rain. I literally made it rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. But <laughs> it kind of coincides with... Um, so if anyone what? wants it to rain, just ask Jazz to make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do it yourself. It's, it's really not that hard. It, it really is No, isn't. we're going to call, call on you. We're going to make you the rainmaker. <laughs> You're the rainmaker. <laughs> Dude, there's going to be like memes and shit. They're going to be like, Jazz, the rainmaker. <laughs> yeah, that's your new name. I'm Zen Low, you're the rainmaker. <laughs> so, yeah, so I wanted to, I, I brought this up with a reason because, um, because you wanted to showcase your skill of making it rain. <laughs> no, that's not true. It's actually, it's actually coincide with today's conversation because I wanted to talk about, um, like the healing power of nature like I know that I've I've probably touched on this maybe perhaps in previous shows just a little bit I don't think we ever did a show about it but um even the act of earthing or just going outside bare barefoot and just absorbing all that energy 
And I wanted to hear from your perspective. What is it that you do to tap into the healing power of nature? Like, can you think of any type of technique that you use, whether that's earthing or, or just being outside in like maybe the rain and stuff like that? Do you connect in that way? I don't really connect that way, but for me, it goes back to the whole meditation thing where it's like I'll walk around the city. Like for me, that's kind of how I do all of that. Like if I'm going to meditate or if I'm going to connect, it's like I'll be out just walking the city streets. Yeah, because like for me, I find as especially when I'm bonded with so much like energy just because of, the, you know, as an emotional sponge of the empath, I feel like for me, like when- and just earthing helps me a whole lot. And what's funny is that I didn't even know, like, that was, like, a thing. Like, I was just doing it because it just felt good. And really didn't give any conscious thought to it until I started researching, like, this is an actual thing. And which makes sense because, um, you know, we have the soles of our, of our feet that absorbs energy. And so when it comes right. into direct contact with the Earth's surface, it's absorbing and pulling all that that energy in exchange for good stuff, you know, the good good nature stuff. So, yeah, so I was just curious to see if, if you ever um, did anything like that as far as uh, nature goes. But it sounds like you're more of an airwave kind of girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm more like, I'm more city over, I, I guess, like the whole thing, city or country. Like, I'm more city. And that's cool. Like, there's nothing, there's really nothing wrong with that. But actually, even as a city girl, you can still connect with nature. Like, uh, like even walking out in the rain. Like, oh, yeah, I love walking outside. Yeah, because even, even just coming into contact with, I mean, something as simple as just sunlight, that's as much as, as, uh, coming into contact with nature and just being conscious of that, too. Yeah, for me, it's more like this. I like the ra- I like walking through the rain, but for me, I have to have the added like uh, the added energy or vibration of like a city street. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it, it definitely comes down to every every person's like or their preference and stuff like that, um, and how they best connect with those vibrations. So, so yeah, I could totally see that. Me, I'm more of an earthy kind of girl, dude. Like, I, I have to go out barefoot. And I'm not talking about, like, barefoot walking around in the mall and shit. Like, that's just... No, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you know, just going outside in the backyard and, you know, just coming in contact with just the ground. Like, it's just... It's very energetic. Energetically soothing for me. So, Yeah. And I'm curious, like, as far as the listeners, what did they do? Like, what, how did they best come in contact with nature as far as for healing purposes? But um, yeah. actually, there was a whole recent study um, that was conducted by the National Academy of Science. And they found that a 90-minute walk in nature slows our worry, troublesome thoughts about ourselves and our lives. And What's even better is that it reduces the neural activity in parts of the brain that are linked to mental illnesses. This includes anxiety, depression, grief. Um, 
or even the act of just feeling like you have to hurry, like you have to hurry on something. Um, so yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. So yeah. Okay. Side note. Side note. Is that Lucy in the background? Lucy in the background. Why? What does it sound like? I hear like a tongue, a tongue or a tag, away, like the tail wagging. She did what she was. She did actually have her tail wagging earlier. Okay, so that well, I, don't know. I heard it like I heard it right now. I'm like, huh, is that Lucy? <laughs> <laughs> well, since that's you right now, she's asleep. She's like in her little bed, just you know, taking naps. But sometimes, yeah, she'll get up like in the middle of like of the recording, yeah, mid recording. And it's just like just to adjust herself. Like, she gets like either she gets very hot and just wants to you know get up out of her bed and sleep on the floor or so go back in her bed and just like readjusts herself <laughs> this is the cutest thing though like you know well then i guess i know I, i'm not totally crazy because i thought i heard like a tail wagging yeah no you're probably right yeah it, it probably was her because she's she did get up and like readjust it well that's why <laughs> Yeah, so, dude, so, uh, let's see what some of the, oh, yeah, so, and then another research was actually done in relation to the healing power of nature. Um, it was done by Stafford University, and the researchers found that walking of any kind, whether that's going outdoors in the city um, or on a treadmill, it actually increases your ability to come up with creative ideas. Isn't that cool? That is cool. So if you're ever, so if anybody out there is looking for their next big idea, whether they, if that has something to do with a creative project, take a walk, go around the neighborhood. Uh, because whatever you see, no matter what conditions, weather conditions or uh, what have you, like what whatever distractions out there, guaranteed it's going to produce some kind of high quality unique idea that you probably didn't even think about or you probably right. you know would have never thought about but because you see something your brain starts to come up with all these these things that's another thing too so i was approached recently by a friend of mine because he had so many ideas but he just he doesn't know how to put them forth you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's that act of staying in your head for so long. Right. And wanting to utilize your creativity, but don't know how to put it forth. So, I'm curious, Ash, what would be your advice to somebody like that? Um, I mean, I think it just goes back to the whole, like, getting out of your own headspace. It's like, you have to find a thing and just do something about it. Like, what's worked for you, though? Well, first of all, like, has that ever happened to you? Like, where you feel so inundated with, like, like a creative flow? Like, how did you get out of that and put it into action? Uh, I guess I haven't, I mean, I've always got ideas, but I don't get that problem of, like, not being able to do something about it. Yeah, because, like, okay, so the best way that, I mean, the best advice I can, uh, because you, here's the thing, and you're probably just like this, Ash. When I get into my creative spirit, 
or my creative flow, there's no stopping me. Like, I just go, like, full speed throttle. Like, it's bam, bam, yeah. bam, 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 bam. Like, every little detail, I'm like, it, it's gotten to the point where... Well, the thing is, too, it's like, if I get an idea or, like, a creative, like, thought, it doesn't matter what else is going on or if I'm in bad or if, like, I'll, 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 start, I'll drop everything and just do it if it speaks to me like I don't have the problem of like I guess I never sit around on ideas and I think that's probably why I just post like I'll post whenever I feel inspired like I don't hem and haw if that means posting at 10 o'clock at night or if that means posting at 5 in the morning like I'm just gonna run with it yeah because like it's it was very interesting the whole conversation because it was just like okay I have this I have so many ideas but I guess this person he wanted to see like an actual plan be set forth and I think that's where you kind of run into trouble because well for me personally when I'm in my creative flow I have to like be on the go so I have to I have to get it out and get it on uh, paper whatever type of method that I'm going to be using whether that's paper whether that's on a journal, whether that's on the websites, whether that's on blog. So I really can't, I I'm, I'm really couldn't relate as far as where they were trying to go with, but I can see where the disruption was at because they want to see a plan first. But the problem with plans is that they're subjective, so they're going to change. Like No matter how much you try to set it in stone for yourself, just so you can have some type of, I guess, consistent schedule, what have you. It is, I don't know, when it comes to your creativity, so sporadic that it's just like having a plan, it's just, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like for me, it just doesn't correlate. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Hopefully everybody gets what I'm saying. So, well, actually, what I was what I was saying was, um, I guess this person he wanted a plan as far as before going forth with his creative energy, and it's just like, well, that's where it's kind of like counterproductive, and it goes back to our our conversation in the last episode. We plan, we plan, we plan, we plan so much that if we don't spark a fire underneath you know, the whole action plan, the chances are it's not going to pull through the way you want it to. Well, yeah, of course not. Because then it's, it's just going to be like, you're just going to drag that energy, just smear it well, across. Well, if you're waiting around for a plan, then you're never going to do anything. Well, yeah, and that's exactly what's happening. I could totally and see that like, that's exactly what's happening. And then it's like, if you're asking everyone to help you come up with a plan, you're never going to get it done either. Right. So it was just a very, like, I don't know, it's just like a a very lax, and I'm not saying that, the, that this person has a very lax energy. I, I highly doubt that they do because they've always, you know, pulled through and been able to push out projects. But in the process, it's just like, it's like, I don't know, that type of, I, I guess for me, that type of uh, effort or lack thereof, it's just... It just hasn't really proven to be effective. You know what I'm saying? And I remember like butting heads with like 
my previous employer because that was her mindset where she felt like a plan needed to be solidified first before proceeding with the actual project. Well, and I can see where certain things like that work out. Right. But not in terms of creativity, bro. Like, in terms of creativity, it's such a sporadic energy that plans just don't, like, <laughs> it just doesn't correlate. Well, yeah, you just can't. You can't wait for a plan. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't exist. Yeah. So, I just go, like, I just go forward, dude. Like, I, especially when it comes to, like, when I wanted to, like, reignite my whole blog. I stood up for like six hours. I mean, just and probably even more than that, just pouring my energy into like making sure all my all my ends were covered and ensuring that there was a consistent flow on the website and that it was very user friendly and ensuring that everything just looked not not just looked good, but it in essence, it had the right information and and all that good stuff. And for me to just like just stop and take a moment and create a plan, or you know, go by each point, ensuring that ensuring that I had done this and this and this and this, it would have been a waste of time. I probably would have been tired, and I probably wouldn't have as much energy to pull it through. So yeah. yeah. So to anybody out there who's just like, you know, who's just struggling because they have so many creative ideas and they want to, they want to do this, but they need to see a plan. I say, fuck it. <laughs> like, just, just make it happen. Like, just do it well, that you have to do. Like, just whatever that first idea that comes to you, just go with that. Like, don't like waste all that time and energy. And that's what, yeah, that's exactly what I told him. It's like, they have like a lot of creativity. It's like, we all can have like tons and I tons of different ideas, but then it's like, well, you just have to put them all out there. Like, why are you going to sit on something or why are you going to hold back or wait? Right. I mean, like if I get inspiration, I just put it out there. Yep. And that's what I told him. Like, I just said, listen, just start something, whatever it is. Like, don't, don't feel like it's necessary for you to have some type of like, list to go off of just to feel like okay you you're starting up something like I okay I'm a strong believer in benchmarks and having goals and like that but I'm also a believer that you know shit happens and it might not come forth and and fully manifest in the way that you wanted to at a certain particular time you know at a certain point in that project like I'm very I mean, the main the main thing is you just keep showing up and doing stuff. Right. So it it but that I was just like, listen, just start something. Like whatever it is. Because you never know what it's gonna be. And I think part of the problem was was that it's like they know where they wanted to go, but they wasn't sure if that was some if it would lead to something where they might be interested in the long term. And so they had all these creative ideas, but they weren't sure like like okay, which avenue they wanted to go into. But you're never gonna know. Exactly. That until was my you, point. Until you bro. Try. 
And and then I said, listen, just get something started and then see because chances are it might open that door or that opportunity to something that does speak to your spirit, something that does work for you in the long term that, you know, if you're looking for something that's going to make you, that's going to make you that income where you could, could live securely and comfortably, then you never have to get started on something where no matter how small it might look to you. So yeah, yeah. You're just wasting more time. Exactly. So <laughs> going back to the whole the topic at hand, you know, I suggested taking a walk. Just take just I mean, as something as simple as that, just you know, reconnecting with nature and taking a walk and seeing where that goes. And as as absent minded as I might appear like, you know, just taking a random walk around the neighborhood. I really do feel like I, like, I remember when I was taking so many walks around the neighborhood, I actually stopped just because, because uh, of all the activities that I'm doing now, as far as um, online and all that good stuff. You know, um, I would take walks around the neighborhood and that was like my best time to just be by myself and use that energy of just solitude and quietness and just absorb everything that was just going around around me and that's like being around in nature and you know getting all these different random ideas that would just pop up in my head yeah so yeah so that's that's what worked for me and I'm sure that's essentially what works for you (laughs) when you like going around your walks and stuff like that yeah, dude. Did we talk about the? Did we talk about the alley yesterday, or was that during our post production talk? I have no idea. I think that I was. Lost, I I forgot if it was like on the show or after the show, because it all blends together. It's like I don't know. We recorded and we talk, and it's like I like two hours or whatever go by, and I'm like, what was recorded and what was it? I think it was after the show. I really think oh, so. Was it? You have to share with the listeners, like, <laughs> like we okay. We always like we always talk about it on this show. We always talk about how we have our little post conversations, our post production talk, and I'm convinced this part didn't make, or did it? Yeah, I really don't. I don't know. I think it did. I think it went on the show. I think it did because I, I really, I don't remember because it's like they blend together because we talk right after, like we'll hit, we'll finish recording and then. You'll call me right away. So it's like there literally is like I have no memory of when did we hit the record pot? When did we stop the recording? And when did we just dive into our personal call? Yeah, it did make it on the show. Because <laughs> I did? remember, yeah, because I remember in the notes it said something about the trees. So I was like, okay, yeah, that didn't had it been on the show, but it kind of like. Let's see, I saw that, but then I'm like, did we talk about that on the show? We did, dude. It was like towards the very end of it. The Christmas trees, bro. So yeah, fucking depressing. The carcasses. Yeah, the carcasses. Oh, and then we looked it up online and we had this whole topic of discussion. It kind of went dark from there because it was just like, it was like all, all this random shit. <laughs> all that weird stuff that you were looking up on Google about carcasses. Dude, okay. So, okay, side note. Like, I don't know if anybody does this, but it's really interesting how 
you know, you can look up a word, a specific word, and Google has like a shitload of just like all these different things that relate to that particular word. So carcass was one of those words because Ash was asking me, like, how do you spell carcass? I'm like, okay, fine. Let me Google this shit up. And apparently carcass is spelled as a car and cast. As, yeah. As a C-A-S-S. C-A-R-R-C-A-R-C-A-S-S. So as I'm looking this shit up, I come to find out that there's an ex- metal band from Liverpool that was formed in 1985 with the name Carcass or Carcass. And then as I'm scrolling through this shit, Google has this thing where they ask you what well, is this like this little box and it says people also ask. So it's related to that particular word that you were looking up. Right. So it's like all these different shit, dude. And I'm just like, oh my god, ask. There's a question on here that says what is carcass and furniture? So I was just like, let me look this up. Like, what is the, how does that relate to that? No, it wasn't furniture. It was, what does carcass quality mean? And I was just like, what the fuck is a carcass quality? Kind of find out it's an assessment of quality for a cold cow or bull. And it's used to determine selling prices of cows. Yeah. And I was just saying, to, and I was just telling Ash, I was just like, Ash, so bad because all I can see is carcass <laughs> and like dead bodies. And I was just like, okay, that I'm done. <laughs> I was so done. Yeah. That's where it started to get really dark. And yeah. So the whole point of my conversation was Google is just fucking interesting because you can take one word and it like takes you through a whole shitload of like all this weird stuff, random information that has absolutely probably nothing to do with the conversation, but just for shits and Googles, let's just look this up and see where it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And this is where the healing of power of nature really helps, dude. (laughs) Just I can't think about it. Just take a walk outside, Jazz, get some sunshine, because it, it was just a little too dark, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not having that. Take a walk <laughs> outside and run into some tree carcasses. For real. I guess, like, low-key, I get very depressed around this time, especially when I start to drive around, and I see, like, all the Christmas trees just, you know, hanging around in the driveway. Right, like, I didn't get sad or depressed. I'm like, oh, this is going to make a perfect Instagram video. <laughs> And here you are with your alleyway <laughs> video. <laughs> I was so pumped. I was like, oh, this is going to be a perfect IG story. <laughs> Pour some eggnogs for the homies. <laughs> for real. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Like, this is like, this is probably like the postseason depression shit where I start to drive around and see all these Christmas trees. And I'm just like, bruh, I just can't. I, I just can't. I don't understand. We went from happiness holidays to like fucking depressed. Like I'm just like, dude, like did they see my article online about what you could do with those Christmas trees? But yeah. They probably didn't. <laughs> so um, I think what made it really sad is how they put them in like plastic bags. That's what makes it worse, bro. Literally, it's body bags. Yeah. Well, I always laugh because, like, okay, so I got this Christmas tree bag because I got a fake tree. 
because it's better for apartment living. I have to have a fake tree. And I have a big red bag that I put the whole, like, all my Christmas stuff in. Yeah. The whole tree goes in this big box, like, this big bag. And then I have a box for all the other, like, decor that's around my house. But then I put the big tree in this big bag. And my mom has two of them because she's got multiple trees and decorations because she's doing a whole house. And so it's, like, this big bag. No joke, it looks like a freaking body bag. Oh, yeah. No, I have one of those, too. Because we have... Like our tree yeah. is artificial too, and yeah, and that's that's simply because of just it's just cost effective, and yeah, it's savings. It's like I don't want to deal with the real. Like I have a candle, like this the soy candle that smells like real trees. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that way I'll have the effect, but I'm not gonna have like a real tree in an apartment because then you have to deal with the whole dragging it outside. Yeah, and and. The whole thing with the whole like environmental factor, it that's essentially what it was. It was just very cost effective in the whole environment, and I was just like, yeah, we can't, we can't continue doing this anymore. It's just like, it's, first of all, it's a lot of money, and two, it's just like now you have to get rid of it, and yeah. yeah, it's just it's already depressing enough. Like my whole fucking neighborhood is like all crowded with all these dead trees on their driveways. <laughs> I'm just like nah. Yeah, I think we had the real. I think we got a real tree like the first couple years that I was little, and then it was like once my sister's sister was born, then we kind of moved on to a artificial. You know what? So I think it, it still is fun to have a real one, like for little kids and like the first couple of years. But like then it's kind of like okay, artificial. No, I totally agree. Cause like, hell, we I didn't we didn't get our first artificial tree until I was in my late 20s to be honest because we oh, all wow. yeah we always had real trees um ha- part of the reason too was i was you know i was a brat about that to be honest like growing up i remember as a kid even in my teenage years i was just like hell nah i want a real tree no question <laughs> about it and, and my parents were bitching and complaining it was just like jazz you don't understand that's a lot of money I'm like, i don't care i want the real tree i want the real tree and and of course they would listen to me and you know we get the real tree and enjoy the experience of you know the smell and the whole spruce and everything about it and of course me I was a brat about it too because I wanted the tall tree bro I wanted like the eight and over like you couldn't you couldn't sell me on the seven you couldn't sell me on the six and you sure as hell couldn't sell me on the five feet so I was just like hell no I want seven or over so (laughs) Yeah, so every tree we got, and and I swear, like, every time we would get the tree, and this thing was, like, so tall, we had to cut it down anyways, because <laughs> we didn't realize, like, our ceilings weren't that tall, so, so, yeah, so. Yeah. Needless to say, yeah. Um, But then it wasn't until I started paying for the trees. <laughs> that and then you're like, oh, shit. Jazz was just like, okay, <laughs> Jazz fall back, like. It's yeah, gonna be hard time to go. You're like, okay, fuck it, no more realness. <laughs> so then, so then, bring on the phone. I remember my, I remember my mom was just like, "What happened, Jazz? You want to, <laughs> like, you don't want to pay for the real ones?" <laughs> yeah, now like, you no. don't want to have the real ones. <laughs> once you see the, once you see the bill that attaches itself to the tree, for real, and. and my problem too is like I'm like Santa Claus too on top of that where <laughs> by December I'm already broke because 
Like, I was buying, like, three gifts for everybody. And if I saw something that somebody, that I felt that's, that it spoke to that person, I was, like, already buying them that present. And then I was like, okay, now I'm going to have to buy another present for that person just to make sure that it equals out. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm that type of spender. I'm learning. By the way, I still want my Mr. Rogers present. By the way, your your other Christmas present is coming in um Tuesday. <laughs> okay. Just a heads up. I'll be on the lookout. Dude, you oh my god, you're gonna laugh. Oh let me put it that way. It's something re- recent popular thing. Okay. Okay. It's a recent popular saying that was inspired by a famous rapper that we're supposed to have on our show. A Snoop Dogg. Bam. So put it together. Damn. You already know what it says. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see it. Bro, you're gonna trip. It's so it's so cute. I love it. But you're gonna yeah. Oh, I'm excited. So I like the Mr. Rogers one. That Mr. Rogers shit is so dope. And I think I don't even think the creator is gonna sell it anymore because it's like it's like one of those that's like one of a kind. So, yeah. like I said, when I saw it, I was just like, "Dude, I'm I have to get this." Because, yeah, I didn't want to take any chances when I saw it. Yeah. You couldn't take a chance. Yeah, because I have like a few other pins that she created that she's no longer making them again. Making? I was like, "Oh shit, I'm putting that away, dude." Like, <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was just like, "Oh no." Yeah, you know me. For real. <laughs> So yeah, so Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I mean, I shit, I go all out with the whole spending, and then like my gifts are like unique, anyways. So yeah, it's. But I had to cut back though. To be honest, I had to cut back because sometimes I would do it. Yeah, I had to be practical. You know, think in practical sense. Sometimes, well, sometimes. See, the problem for me is like I never put a budget on gifts for other people. That's the thing. I've never been that tight, dude. Like, like, and I know I, we had that like, conversation too. I'll budget like with myself. Like to me, it's like I'd rather scrimp and just like get less groceries one month or do less for myself and just like I don't put. A, I I will have no problem budgeting for my own lifestyle. But then it's like with Christmas and all the holidays and even birthdays, it's like I'll go all out. Yeah. And I won't like I won't even think about budgeting for holidays because I know a lot of people are like, oh, I went over my holidays and it's like. I didn't set a budget for the holidays. Like, I know, like, mentally, I know that I'm, like, I always try to be even Steven with my mom and my dad, and then I'm always even Steven with my brother and sister. But then, like, outside of that, like, outside of being even Steven amongst family members, like, I always try to spend roughly the same amount. I might go a little over for mom or a little over for my my brother or sister, but it's, like, for the most part, I try to keep the parents the same, the siblings the same. But in terms of, like, money, like, I don't really put a ceiling on it. It's just more whatever they're kind of wanting or whatever I find that, like, really speaks, like, oh, that would really suit her. That would really suit yep. him. Then yeah. I'll just get it. Yeah. And that's, a, that's another concept, too. It's just, like, it's this whole idea of, like, when I give, it's, like, I'm not expecting anything in return. And what's funny is that when I do give, um, like, my coworkers, like, I gift them with, um, you know, with a little alcohol, like a little, it was like a little gift bag of alcohol and a scratch, a scratch off card. And one of them, she was just like, 
she was like, oh my god, you didn't have like she made like this whole dramatic thing about it too. Like she called me into the office and she was yeah. like, you didn't have to do this, Jess. Like why are you doing this? I'm just like, listen, I'm not expecting anything in return. Okay, that's one. And number two, enjoy yeah. yourself. <laughs> Get over it. Like, <laughs> it's not a big deal. But yeah. she was just like. She's like, you're always giving things. Like, stop doing that. <laughs> like, bad about it. And I'm like, dude, like, it's not a big deal. Like, I'm not expecting anything. Yeah, it's like, let me if I if I want to, let me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but that's like the second time I heard that. Like, I heard that multiple times over the holidays. Yeah, it's just like, dude, like, come on, family, family, and family included. They're like, you're going above and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> Like even my, oh my God, even to, my pops, I just want to give. My pops was just like, <laughs> Jess, no. Like it was like the Google, the Google Hub. I was just like, I'm like that. Listen, this is something I know you enjoy. Like, it's not a big deal, whatever. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, but you could have got me something else. Like, I don't know. Like it's yeah. it's something that was like cheaper. And I'm just like, why though? Like why are you like shortchanging yourself? Yeah, exactly. It's your life. Well, Enjoy it. Like, no. Now that Christmas is over, it's like okay, I gotta get like another gifts or like other things to come up. So like, why, like, I'll I'm still gonna send you uh pounds of peanuts. <laughs> I was still gonna get you something else, of course, like <laughs> something random. Because I sent Brian some of those cows. Now that we all got each other's addresses and shit. I know. Now that I got you sort of my prime. It is account. on my prime account too. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh shit! Like, I got, I got people in my Prime account, so you guys are never gonna know. And then I always laugh because I see when the image, like, when it gets delivered, I'm like, oh, let's see what looks like what Jazz's house looks like <laughs> today. <laughs> let's see what's going on in Brian's crib. Dude, you know, I don't know if I have that capability yet. I think Amazon sent me some random email. I think now stating that, yeah, oh. that oh, now you got like, this. I don't get it all the time. Like, I don't get it all the time. It's weird. Like. It's weird how, like, for you and Brian, I always get images of your front doors. But then when it comes to my apartment, like, I don't always get a picture of my mail room. Like, sometimes I'll get a picture, but not every time. But that's more, like, when it comes to my apartment. So I think it's probably houses are different than apartments. Perhaps. I can see that. But I have to test the theory. Because it's like, I'm the only, like... Well, actually, no. I sent stuff to my sister's apartment when I got her that... When I got her an artificial tree for her new place... And that didn't have a picture attached to it. Dude, when that box came in, the last one. So, yeah. Bus had, like, I was literally standing by my door, right? When I heard the knock. Yeah. And I waited for, like, a minute. And then I went to open the door. And no one was there. Yeah. Is that, like, is that typical? Like, I, I just thought it was the most creepiest thing. Like, I mean, shit, are they running out to the door? Yeah, they run. They run. Holy shit, that was like sprinting. Like, that's like a marathon shit. Yeah. Well, it's prime now. <laughs> oh, my crazy. God. I was just like, well, where's the car? Like, where's the actual smoke from the car? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I just thought that was so it's odd. Like, I was like, damn. Speedy Gonzalez. Seriously. So all I kept thinking was like, damn, do we got drones already? Like, what's going on? So here, here my dumb ass looking up in the ceiling. Oh, looking up in the sky, like, like oh, <laughs> oh shit, where to go? <laughs> yeah, where to go? <laughs> Good times. 
No, my brother's birthday is next. That's January 28th. Ooh, that's coming up soon. Yeah. Well, you don't have to share what you're going to get him, though, in case he's listening. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not <coughs> even sure yet. I got to figure that out because his is, like, so close to Christmas. Oh, yeah. Typical. Because it's literally, like, a month later, so it's always, like, a laugh because it's, like, yeah, whatever you don't get for your Christmas wish list, it's like you're gonna. Like, he usually gets whatever he wants, regardless, because of my mom. Like she'll go above and beyond. But it's like if you don't get something, just wait a month. For real. Oh well, you already know about me too. Mine's is the combined gift. <laughs> oh, I know. Yours is the combined. Well, I ha- that's why I did a two parter because I'm like, well, your birthday, Ben, Christmas, yeah, and thanks because <laughs> over the years, like that's always been the running joke. <laughs> yeah, you get the combined gifts, but I'm like, nope gotta do it because it's like enough time there's enough time in between that i'm like yeah it's just gonna be two different packages yeah but like okay but growing up that that excuse could only get so far too like there's you know there's a week it's not like it's an actual week bro yeah there's enough there's an actual separation fruit ass (laughs) (laughs) but anyways back to the whole conversation coming to the top of the whole discussion anybody who's struggling out there as far as finding their creative energy where they want to go with it if they're struggling if they feel like they're at a halt or if they just having anxiety and depression from what have you whether that's a life decision that you have to make or whatever that is take a walk connect with reconnect with nature just so you can be able to tap into that energy and kind of drift into your consciousness just to find that next idea because you never know where it's going to take you. It's good for your mental health and it's just a good time for you to just have that little introspection. And also shower, shower more. And Ooh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, because I was going to say, if you can't take a walk outside, a nice shower usually does the trick. Well, for the most part. Well, I know for me, it always does the trick. Yeah. Definitely. And music is always a big yeah. help. Showers and music. Yeah, there's no question about that. Zillow Beats. For real. Check out <laughs> Zillow Beats on Instagram. If you need some type of inspiration. Music. Or you can listen to for Steve Because he wants to thank him for being him, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, if you're not following us, be sure to do so on Instagram. So, guy with Ash and Jazz. Why are you not following us yet? Like, after 62 episodes, you're not Well, it's all the newbies us. out there. Because you never know. Like, we probably have somebody True. that's probably on board. And they're just like, oh, I want to check out Soul Gab. Like, this might be my new podcast for the year. Well, welcome. <laughs> if you're a new yeah. listener. Welcome. And if, exactly, if you ain't following us. So time to do so exactly join the join the crew get in on it you'll see all of our new bit motions. for real so sending massive peace love and so all right now have a good one